Welcome to Mind Muscle Mastery. We are here today to deliver a platform that will help each listener lock themselves into a continuous state of personal and professional empowerment. We want to deliver cutting-edge ideas, tips, and techniques that will help each individual ascend themselves to the apex version of their work and their home lives. I know we were away for a while, but we are back and we are better than ever. Thank you for staying here. Thank you for staying subscribed and welcome back to another phenomenal, power-packed, impactful episode of Mind Muscle Mastery. Today is episode 20 and today we are going to talk about some cutting-edge ideas, tips, techniques, and some transformational thinking that you can use in your professional life as you try to navigate through the insanity, through the craziness of this COVID-19 pandemic. For a lot of people, we've seen certain states, certain aspects of businesses, restaurants and bars. We've seen some retail shops. We've seen certain event spaces and places start opening up and allowing people to come in and go back to work and go back to their career, their occupation. And then all of a sudden we hit another brick wall and cases are starting to spike and people are trying to fight back and say, no, they're not. And we're in the midst of some chaos again. So what we are going to discuss today are a couple ideas and a couple strategies that you can use to get yourself out in front and put the success in your hands and not have to rely on somebody else for a handout. It is adaptation or death right now. We just went through the great pause. We are going through the great reset. We are going through a transformational period in the human experience in all different aspects of our life, especially our professional world, because right now we have around 41, 42 million people in this country that have filed for unemployment. Now, many of them are never going to go back to their jobs. They're never going to go back to their career. They're never going to go back to their company because it no longer exists. Their industry, their company, their position has dissolved and they need to move on. They need to find something else. If that is you or if you are on the other side of the coin where you're in the unemployment limbo, but you're not sure how you're going to go back into your profession, whether it's sales, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you are a professional of any type that has a product or service that needs to be given to people, you might be experiencing some extreme uncertainty and need some direction. I'll say it again. It is adaptation or death. You need to open your mind to the adaptation aspect of our reality. And I want to share with you a story that embodies this exact reality. We have a family friend who is a professional seamstress, and she has been sewing and creating and working with clothing for decades. She makes prom dresses. She makes wedding dresses. She does alterations. She creates pants and suits and tops and button downs, nightgowns, and everything you can think of. She is a master at sewing. And a number of years ago, she was blessed with the opportunity to move out of her house where she was doing the majority of her work and into her very first boutique. So she owned her own facility. She was able to take her business and scale it upward and do what she loves for a living. Then, all of a sudden, 
COVID-19 slapped her across the face. And it hit her right around the middle of March as it did to everybody else in 2020. Now, why this was such an issue for her is because the majority of her income was starting to flow between March, April, May, and June for making prom dresses and for making wedding dresses. That was the bulk of her inventory. That was the bulk of her currency came from creating prom dresses and wedding dresses and then doing alterations for people going to prom and for people going into weddings. And then all of a sudden her shop was closed down. She couldn't do anything. Her hands were tied. She had no idea how she was going to make money. Now, you might be in a different state. You might be in a different county or a different city. But this took place in my home state of Michigan, more specifically the metro Detroit area. And we were in very uncertain terms and very uncertain conditions where we had no idea when things were going to reopen. And we had absolutely no idea here what was going to even be allowed for any type of work. So she began to worry. And then she stepped into the act of helping people out. And what she started to do is she went back to her house, got her old sewing machines, went back to the root of what made her a seamstress and started creating masks and hairnets in her basement. And she was making these masks and hairnets in her basement to be reusable masks and reusable hairnets so you didn't need to throw them away. You could put them in the washer, you could clean them, sanitize them, and then reuse them again the next day. So you didn't need to constantly run back and forth to the store or get online to make these orders. And it started out with her making masks and hairnets for people that were close with her in her life, for people that were her friends, her family members, people she cared about and loved just out of the generosity of her heart. And some of the people she was helping out were frontline workers in all different aspects. And she was simply creating masks and hairnets and giving them to her family and friends as a token of her appreciation for having those people in her life. Now, as you can imagine, in the height of the pandemic, in the height of the uncertainty, people wanted masks and they wanted hairnets wherever they went. They wanted to protect themselves as much as possible. And word started to spread. And people started to call her up and they started to ask for orders of two, of three, of four, of five. And slowly but surely, her name started to grow. Her stock, her inventory started to rise and she started having more orders to fill. And it started to step outside of her family and friends and into people that were complete strangers, where she realized she had an opportunity to start charging for her service. So what she did is she bundled the mask and the hairnet as a $12 purchase. It was $6 for the mask and $6 for the hairnet, totaling a $12 purchase for one order. After about a week and a half, almost two weeks, the order started to increase. They started to get to about 30 a week, then 50 a week, then 80 a week. And then it started to really scale upward where she needed to hire another person to help her sew. Now, remember, she's not using her boutique, she's doing this out of her basement in her home with limited space, limited supplies, and limited room to work. So she hires another individual and they start cranking out 40, 80, 90, getting up to about 100 orders a week. She comes across a doctor. The doctor reaches out to her and asks for a mask and a hairnet so she could continue working in her private practice. The doctor was so impressed with the work and the craftsmanship of the mask, the reusability of the mask and the reusability of the hairnet, that she then started sending her new clients and recommending people 
to this lady to sew for them. Well, one thing led to another, and she ended up getting a contract at a local hospital. Word started to grow. She got a contract at a second local hospital, and word continued to grow until it got to the point where right around Easter, she was pushing out 320 orders a week. 320 orders a week at $12 an order. And I'll let you sit there and do the math. It got to the point where there were so many orders, so much need for what she was doing, she had to go out and hire two additional seamstress to come in and help her, and I'll say it again, in her basement with limited supplies and limited space. Fast forward to where we are right now, about another 100 days, 110 days later, this lady has processed so many orders for masks and hairnets, she has netted over 65% of her yearly income in three and a half months. And I'm going to say that again. She has netted over 65% of her yearly income in three and a half months. She did not sit down and cry. She did not sit down and ask, why me? She did not sit down and fold up shop and wait for government handouts and COVID relief and stimulus checks to try and help get her by. She sat there and accepted the reality and became adaptive or death. And in her adaptability, she was able to continue sewing and doing her craft and utilizing her skill set to provide for herself, for the people she loved, for the people she cared about, and to provide for the community that she was a member of. And I'm going to say it a third time. Because of her adaptability, she got to the point of sewing 320 orders a week at $12 an order. This sustained her for the last three and a half months. And she netted over 65% of her yearly income in three and a half months because of the mindset of adaptability. Now, I'm telling you this story because it is absolutely essential and necessary for you as the business owner, as the entrepreneur, as the sales professional in these uncertain, unstable times to put the power back in your hands by being adaptive. If you have been kicked out of your industry, if you've been kicked out of your, your company, if you've been kicked out of your workspace and you're sitting at home saying, why me? This isn't fair. This isn't right. I'm really upset. We need to have changes. Or you can take that same amount of energy that you're using to complain and put it into an adaptive strategy. I want to share with you a couple strategies that you can use moving forward that can help you as you navigate yourself through this chaotic time. And the first one, and I hope you're ready, co-working facilities. Co-working facilities are a cutting edge opportunity for you to have an office at absolutely no responsibility and almost no overhead whatsoever. You are not in charge of paying taxes, paying rent, paying maintenance. You don't need to pay for janitorial services. You don't need to pay for restoration services. You get the opportunity of renting a desk or a private office at an extremely low rate and still be out in public. Now, why is this important? Because you might be saying, I don't want to be in public. But for the people that are willing to step out of their house 
and go into some layer of human-to-human contact, the co-working option is great for you, and here's why. You get out of your home atmosphere, you get away from the distractions from your spouse and your children and whatever else is going on, you put yourself into a business-minded, business-oriented atmosphere, and you allow yourself the opportunity to meet other people as they come in and they use the facility as well. What this does is it gives you the chance to build relationships and connections with people that you would not normally meet by sitting at home and waiting for something to happen or sitting at home and complaining. So use co-working facilities for your office space, for your work time, because you can meet new people and it's extremely low, low cost because there is no overhead and there is no responsibility on you. On the flip side, these co-working facilities in your area will need help. They're going to need help refilling the desks and refilling the private offices from the people that folded up shop and left because they weren't comfortable with being in public because of COVID. So reach out to your local co-working facilities, contact the owners, and arrange some type of commission-based agreement where if you sell a desk or if you sell a private office to a person, you get some type of financial compensation for that because those desks and because those offices go for a monthly rate. So you'll be able to make money month after month under the contract that you sold to another person. It's not going to buy you a new house, but what it's going to do is it's going to help increase your income and put the control back in your hands. So there's two parts with co-working. Use it for your office space with extremely low overhead and the opportunity to meet new people. Or two, use it as an opportunity for a commission-based agreement and sell that co-working facility's individual desks and or private offices so you can make monthly returns on those sales. And the second adaption, the really powerful adaptability is in the people who have skills, more specifically engineering, building, carpentry, paint, electronic skills to help create home offices and home gyms. If you have any experience with paint, with tile installation, with drywall installation, hanging windows, creating standing desks or sitting desks. Offer your services to the professionals that are now going to be working from home for the foreseeable future. Offer yourself as a carpenter, as a painter, as an installer, as a person that can help set up a home gym or a home office because they're going to be in demand because a lot of people are still fearful of going back to their office and fearful of going back to their gym. And some people can't even go back to their gym. So what this will do, if you have those handy skills, if you have those tangible skills, that will help you generate income in a need-based industry. So I'm going to say the two adaptions again. One is co-working. Two, are creating home offices and home gyms. Now, you might be the next success story that makes 65% of their annual income in only three and a half months, or maybe not. But either way, you will help generate more income for yourself, for your family, and for your business if you allow yourself to be adaptive and not sit there and complain. So I'm going to say this one last time. It's adaptation or death. Which version do you choose? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, that is it for today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, whatever platform you're on, take a quick minute and interact with us. If you're at Apple Podcasts, press the subscribe button at the top, scroll down, give us a rating. If you're listening on Spotify, simply just press the follow button, continue your listenership with us. And as always, we leave you with this message. I wish you health, wealth, love for yourself, all of the best types of success until the day that you rest. Thank you, everybody. I am forever grateful.